You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast. I mean, stop, Seager! Toss on off the first, in time to get seven. Three-run homer, Robinson can off the lefty specialist, Fernando Abad, and the Mariners lead it five to four. Goodbye baseball. Straight away, center field, Cano and Cruz go back to back. And the king, when the Mariners needed him the most, two hits over seven scoreless innings. Now, here's your host, Gary Hill. All right, welcome back. Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast. Hope you had a great weekend. The Mariners sure did. Well, that was awesome. Great weekend, capping off a tremendous road trip. We're going to roll through it all here. We'll have a lot of reaction from yesterday as well as the Mariners get back from Cleveland. M's have today off, and tomorrow we'll talk more about the homestand coming up. Six-game homestand, three against the A's, three against the Angels. So do a bit of a preview in the podcast coming up tomorrow. But let's dive into what was a tremendous weekend for the Mariners. It was not easy, especially the four-gamer in Cleveland. Mariners take two of three from Texas, two of three from Chicago, setting up a really good trip. It turned into a great trip over the weekend. Facing Kluber and Carrasco back-to-back, usually in Clevenger, for that matter, as well, on Thursday. Usually not the recipe for success. Mariners took Game 1 of the series, as we talked about, against Clevenger on Thursday. Game 2 of the series, Corey Kluber on the hill. The Mariners were down 6 nothing. They make it a one-run game. Kluber couldn't finish it. He went 8-2 and thirds. He was brilliant. And Mike Zanino smashing a three-run home run against Cody Allen, who had not allowed a run on the season. But Cleveland ends up winning the ball game. So at that point, the series is tied at one apiece. You're still facing Carlos Carrasco the next day. One of the best there is in baseball. Tremendous pitcher. Sometimes I feel like overshadowed a little bit by Corey Kluber, but a Cy Young Award candidate. The Mariners got him. In his first start of the of the season, after that, he hardly given up anything in his next outings. But then the Mariners, man, they broke out the long ball. If you like home runs, you've really enjoyed the Mariners' last two ball games. And it started in the very first inning. Gene Segura got the ball rolling. Carrasco is set. Here's the pitch to Gene. Swung on, hammered to center field. This is deep. Back is Zimmer. He's at the warning track looking up. It is gone. Center field. Gene Segura, a two-run blast. He knocks one out, second batter of the game, and just like that, the Mariners have a 2-0 lead here in the first inning. And then Nelson Cruz, who had a tremendous day and a great stat cast day as well. The 1-0. Swung on and lasered to center field. This is barreled up. Back is a center fielder, Zimmer. He looks up. That ball is history. Gone over the center field wall. Nelson Cruz, a solo smash to dead center field. The second home run of the inning, and the Mariners add to their lead. It is three to nothing, Mariners. They are playing some serious long ball here in the first. 
Nelson Cruz had four hits on the day, three of them over 114-mile exit velocity. First time that's happened in the StatCast era. And that was not the home run. It was 109 on the home run. A ridiculous day for Nelson Cruz. The Mariners' offense just kept on swinging it. The 1-0. Swung on and blasted. High and deep to right field. Back, back, and gone. Six rows deep over the right field wall. Kyle Seeger. Lift off in Cleveland, his fourth home run, and the Mariners are pouring it on here in the fourth inning. It is 10-1, Mariners. Yeah, they weren't done either. Ryan Healy would check in with his first home run in a Mariners uniform. The pitch to Healy swung on and ripped to center field. This is deep. Zimmer back looking up. It is into the shrubbery over the center field wall. Gone. Ryan Healy, a two-run bomb. Dead center field. The Mariners tack on two more. As the M's extend the lead, it is 12-4 Mariners. 12-4. That would be the final score. So on a day Carrasco starts, the Mariners' offense really got to work. And the next day, uh, facing Tomlin, they really just picked up exactly where they left off. I mean, home runs all over the place again, including... A big one for Robbie Cano. Here's the 2-1. Swung on and blasted to right field. This is way back, way back, and gone. Robbie Cano, no doubt about that one. Home run number 100 in his Mariners career. Puts it into the seats here in Cleveland. Robbie Cano, a two-run blast, his third of the season. The Mariners add on. It is nothing M's. And really, they just kept on going. Healy would hit two more home runs. Pitch to him. Swung on and lasered to left field. This is crossed. Way back, way back. See you later. Ryan Healy. A solo blast here in the sixth. His second home run as a Mariner. And the M's have added to their lead. It is six to two M's. <laughs> and then Mitch Hanniger. Caps off a ridiculous month. The 2-1. Swung on and launched to left field. This is back, back, and gone. Home run derby here in Cleveland. Another home run for the Mariners. Number 10 on the season for Mitch Hanniger. It just continues for the Mariners. Tenth run of the ball game. It is 10-4. The Mariners crushing everything. They really were. I mean, it, it was amazing. The last two games, Mariners, eight homers, five doubles, 22 runs scored, and they do it against one of the best pitching staffs in baseball. They went 12-4 to and 10-4 to in the last two games of the series. I mean, D. Gordon had four hits. The 2-2. Hit hard up the middle, threw for another base hit. D. Gordon. Has reached for the fourth time in the game his fourth base hit. He's been living on base, and we're still only in the sixth inning. Amazing. The offense was ridiculous. The Mariners take the final two games. They win the series in Cleveland, three games to one, a 7-3 and three road trip. Mariners playing great. They've won five of their past six. Tremendous trip, 16-11 and 11 in the month of April. That is one of the best Aprils they have had. I mean, 2001, 2002, 2003, 
1996, the only years they were better in the month of April. It's a short list. 16 and 11 in the first month of the season. Just uh, ridiculousness on offense. And Robbie Cano, after the game, talking about it, uh, he's he has a very high opinion of the offense for good reason. Hey, Robbie, you're finishing up the month. Uh, you guys come out, and despite having the injuries that you had, you still come out with you know quite a record in April. Ended on a just a hot note with the offense doing what it's done the last two days. Where do you see this team right now? Well, what I see is that um, you know everyone here is grinding, and we're giving everything we got, and then we know we can compete with anyone. And the good thing is that this year we just go out from the first day, not like uh, happened the past few years. When to the end, somebody lose or winning. So if you want to make the play, you've got to start winning games from April. See the offense that you've seen and just what you can do from 1 to 9. And congratulations on home run number 100 in a Mariners uniform today. How much pop and potential does this lineup have? Well, we have a lot of potential. I would say we can face any, any aces in the league. I mean, like you say, one to nine, and our, our nine hitter today he hit two homers. <laughs> he was a player of the game, and uh, that, that that's the team. I mean, it's not it's not only about one guy; it's about the whole team. So, you know, that, that's what you want. We, you got a team that can compete, that can hit, and uh, you know, we got to get going from the get go. How good is this lineup? You played on good lineups before, but how good is this lineup one through nine? I mean, it's really good. Like I said, you can compare with this lineup with anyone right now. Even what is the best lineup right right now in the league? Anyone, we, we can put this line on, and then, uh, like I said, we can face any ace in the league. And then, big guy, everyone's here, bad, everyone, you know, swinging good. And how we'll continue doing that for the next month. They took 100 away from you the other day. You could get that one back. You know what, to be honest, I didn't know. <laughs> I just find out now that they that they tell me, you guys want to interview because I hit my 100 as a mariner. I mean, you know, for me, it's, it's all about winning. And, uh, no, but it's good to do a milestone like that here in this uniform. I mean, you come here and uh, try to be the same guy, the guy that go out and, you know, play the game the, the same way you're always playing and uh, go out and help this team to win games. Well, we've seen you spray it all over the field and you've taken walks and stuff. Like that. How good are, How good do you feel your approach is right now with bringing that Well, I feel good. I mean, you know, I went home this offseason and uh, I know the past few years I've been chasing out of pitches and, you know, that's not me. You know, I'm the kind of guy that uses the whole field and, uh, no, not trying to do too much, and that's that's what I went home this year and work using the whole field, and it's been working really good. Yeah, I would say so. Off to a great start in the month. Ryan Healy, too, after the ball game, feeling pretty good about things. A two-home run day, three homers in the final two games in Cleveland. Ryan, what is it like to be a part of an offense that can just put up runs the way this team has in the last four days? It's fun. It's It's dangerous, you know, one through nine, and I think we're showing that, that there really are no holes in our lineup. It's a lot of fun to contribute. Um, you know, one guy doesn't come through, the next does. So we kind of just get the ball rolling. It keeps rolling. Personally, you came into the series off the DL with uh, some goals, some thoughts in mind, and how you wanted to attack coming back from the DL. I'd say you're off to a good start. Yeah, you know, it's a small sample size, but it's definitely better than what I started with. So I'm excited to, to have some positivity to build off of and take this back to Seattle and, you know, get a series win there too. Can you point to anything that you were able to do when you were away that's kind of helped to the start that you've had this time? You know, it gave me the opportunity to slow things down. Uh, spring training was going fast for me, come back from the hand surgery. You know, start of the year, things were going quick on me. Um, you know, I think the DL stint helped me slow things down a little bit. It also got me hungry, to be honest. I'm really excited to be back on the field, and I'm hungry to show these Seattle fans the kind of player that I am. So 
excited to start here and continue to build. You shot him about 800 feet of home runs today. Uh, I know you're not just a home run hitter, but that's got to be satisfying to be able to connect like that. Definitely. You know, whenever you get pitches in the zone, you don't miss them. It's a great feeling. Um, I feel like I was missing a couple the last few days, and today was a better day. A lot of fun to watch. Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate it. Yeah, great, great day. Here's what Scott Service said about the ball game and the 7-3 and three road trip. Ryan Haley just informed me that the number nine hole is the new number four hole. So I don't know if you agree with that. I don't know if that is a uh, thing, but it looked like it's a thing. It was a great day for our number nine hole hitter today. So, uh, no, uh, heck of a road trip. Uh, really excited where uh, this club is at and where we're headed. Um, you know, we all thought we could do some big things offensively and starting to get in a nice groove now. You know, Dee Gordon, Mitch Hanniger, what a month. Has had and hopefully that continues for a while. Nice to see Healy get going today. Robbie gets his hundredth home run. I think is a Mariner. So uh, great day offensively, but you know starts on the mound and, and Marco Gonzalez gave an outstanding effort again today. Uh, maybe not quite as sharp as he was over in Chicago the other day, but uh, you know exactly what we needed. And you know again uh, outstanding road trip. How much consideration was there given to letting Marco go out again? You know we talk about that all the time. I think you know understanding where uh, young young pitchers are at. And, how he's thrown, and we talked about it on the bench quite a bit. I think as a group, you know, Mel, myself, Manny, uh, thought it was best. He did his job. He got us six innings, and then uh, with an off day tomorrow, uh, allowed us to go to the bullpen and keep those guys sharp as well. It's kind of healing. I mean, he'd been struggling before he got hurt to kind of put everything together now. It's, it's pretty impressive. It really is. You know, he, he's got power, there's no doubt. Um, you know, the last home run he hit, you know, breaking ball, double the home run before. Um, really nice to see put him in a good spot and hopefully you know when you start contributing like that you feel like you're part of the team and anytime you come to a new organization you want to show the guys that you know you can be a big time contributor and I think it hopefully just relaxes him and uh, we'll continue to see those type of uh, swings from him come forward. It's got seven and three on a road trip that features a four game set against these guys I mean that's that's not simple it hasn't happened a lot. No uh, it hasn't happened uh, in a while but again our team's got a, a lot of confidence right now like where we're at, I like where we're headed. Um, looking forward uh, to what's ahead of us here. You know, really good month of May. It was important. Oh, I'm sorry, of April. It was important for us to get off to a good start, and, and really looking forward to May. With Dan, I know that you needed to get Alton Miller a little bit of time with the off day tomorrow. How much of it is a concern versus he just didn't have it today? Yeah, uh, he, he was out of source. You know, right from the get go today. I was hoping he could work through it, but uh, you know, that happens again. Uh, once in a while, the young guys. You know, lucky for us, Pazos came in, picked him up. Uh, got some big outs, and, and again, Pazos continues to you know take steps forward and where he's at, and, and kind of the, the impact he can have at the back end of our bullpen. Pretty good effort by Ben on that one play. Like yeah, great. There. Yeah, he almost made an unbelievable play there. The ball just you know scooted out of his glove. Uh, weird play, you know, the umpire calling him out. Of course, he didn't see it, but uh, you know, thankful for us, Pazos kind of regrouped, uh, got the big out against Brantley, and, and get us off the field there and you know, put our offense back to work. Marco, didn't, you said he didn't have his best stuff, but he pitched with the lead, you know, was efficient, you know, just kind of did his job. When, you, when you're given a lead like that, some guys relax, but he didn't seem to do that. No, I think, you know, both Marco and you know, Mike Leak uh, yesterday with the lead, there's a, you know, sometimes you can, you know, let your guard down, but, you know, in this league, it's best not to do that, and, and Marco didn't, uh, you know, threw a lot, maybe a few too many fastballs, got in the middle of the plate early, uh, but, you know, he, he righted the ship. I thought Z did a good job with him, got the curveball in the mix again, which is really important. He's got all three pitches working for him. There was that was the skipper as the Mariners seven and three on the road trip. Tremendous road trip for the Mariners, uh, and man, 
Can't wait to see it at Safeco Field. We'll talk about uh, the homestand coming up. Six gamer on the way as the Mariners will take on the A's and the Angels. We'll preview that in the podcast coming up tomorrow. Right now, let's hear a little from Mel Stottlemyre Jr. talking about the pitching a little bit. It's kind of the uh, – it can go unnoticed a little, I think, in this surge of offense. Mariners have gotten at least six – in five of their past six starts, solid pitching overall. And the bullpen really has been great as well, Edwin Diaz in particular. And that's where the conversation with uh, Shannon Dreher and Mel Stoudemire Jr. will start. They start with the bullpen and Edwin Diaz, who has just been fabulous in this first month of the season. Really, so has the entire back end of the Mariners' bullpen. He has really learned how to slow the game down. And, I, you know, i got, I got to give some credit to to him and, and also to Juan Nicasio for, uh, you know, being able to kind of shape that guy with good stuff to where he's, you know, a little more of a pitch maker. He gets some good counts, and when he gets behind, I just don't I don't see him any panic with him right now. He has the ability to slow the game down, and we all kind of waited for that moment. You know, it was funny. I talked to Juan yesterday about a number of things, and I asked about, you know, when he first came over to the Mariners, and he said that Edwin was one of the first people that called him which uh, Edwin's just, what, 23 years old right now, and he said he called me to welcome me to the team. The maturity there sometimes is just... Well, you know, I I think he was really looking forward to having somebody that he really respected in the game that's been a great major league pitcher and and has respect for how he's done it. And, you know, if you look at the work that, that Juan does, not only on game days, but how he goes about his business and the attention, the detail in his throwing program, that's really carried over and you know, in Eddie. And, uh, you know, be, being a guy from Latin America, I, I think that was an, an instant draw there. But also, I, I know Eddie dug in and, and certainly has a lot of respect for the type of pitcher that Juan has been. And he has definitely, definitely played a big part in, in who Eddie is today and, and moving forward with his development. Just amazing. Something you'll never read in the numbers, but the impact that that has had. Talk about your starters a little bit. A little bit surprising to look up and see that uh, a couple days ago they were just averaging about five innings per game. And Scott pointed out that a lot of that has been Babbitt. They haven't always been the luckiest with the balls that have been put in play. But as you said, things are kind of coming along with them right now. And I think a good evidence last night was what we've seen from James Pax and then Felix a couple of days ago as well. Well, you know, there's some things that we need to do to be better and more efficient at, and that's obviously attacking the zone and getting the good counts. And, you know, our walks have been up, and I never like to talk about walks with our guys or going out trying to not walk guys. But, you know, one of the things that I know I sat down with James and we talked about the importance of getting strike one and how it impacts the rest of the game for him. You know, in last night's case, he was 19 for 26 first pitch strikes. There was one first pitch hit, one first pitch out and a whole bunch of really good counts, which allowed him to use the secondary stuff. And he really set himself up to go deeper in the game. The two walks to Geyer cost him, you know, 11 or 12 pitches. Guy at the bottom of the lineup that, you know, typically he should handle. And uh, that got away from, you know, a little bit. And, and you know, Marco's, the, the walks early and uh, the confidence and being able to throw multiple pitches and in, in counts and, have the ability to do that has certainly helped him out as well. And his walks have been down. We've been real ple- pleased with uh, with Marco. But, you know, uh, with, with Felix and Mike Leake, they have they've tend to walk more guys than, than they're used to. It's a long season. Uh, 
but we're going to continue to, you know, to stress to those guys, and, and Mike Z is going to help that too, encourage those guys to, to pitch the contact early and take some chances. Strikeouts are so up, guys want to swing. It would look like you can take advantage of that. Yeah, you know, we we got a few guys in there that are, are capable of punching tickets, and, uh, you know, all our starters are too. They just have to do it different. You know, we know that Felix isn't going to wipe guys out anymore, and he's got to get in good counts. And, you know, in Paxton's case last night, was much more efficient getting to two strikes and being able to elevate some fastballs or get some swing and miss with his cutters because of what he did early and what he did in the middle with his curveball use. So uh, we just, you know, we need to be a little more fair. We want to get deeper in games. We need to cut down on our walks and get in good counts. And, yeah, we've had some bad luck, and that plays into it too well, but I'm not going to use that for an excuse. I love it. Stop walking, guys. You'll be out there longer. Perfect. Uh, and one thing, you know, with James, how close is he to being able to just, like, last night it was a situation, he was at 100 pitches. I understand what the bullpen has done, but this is a guy that I personally would like to see out there 115, 120 pitches more often than not. Yeah, me, me too, Shannon. Okay. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> you know, with, with guys like James – when things are rolling and he's on top of his game, you have to let him go because he is one of the few guys that we have that can impact a game. And, you know, nothing against our seventh or eighth inning guys. But when James Paxton is on and has pitches, we want him out there. So, you know, last night Scott and I were right in between. And, uh, you know, I know he, he got the heart out to end the inning and, and gave up the mistake home run that – I think it was a nine-pitch battle, battle, you know, between Alonzo, and he ended up throwing a lot of fastballs. So uh, we feel good about our, our bullpen, you know, and they've been a strong point when we do have leads, and, and we trust those guys. So we are hoping to get some more pitches out of James and get it deeper in games. And I think he's, with, with his usage and his approach, that if he continues that, you're going to look up and you're going to see him deeper in the game and hopefully even talking about throwing a, a, a complete game. Or two. Or two. (laughs) And with that, we'll end it. Thank you, Mel. Always a pleasure, Shannon.